Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number six of OB Talkwire here once again on this channel. The sixth episode that we have going on, it's going to be a special one today with my former head coach from Youngstown, Ursuline, and now defense coordinator for Niles McKinley High School here in Niles, Ohio, close to the Grit City. That would be Coach Larry Kemp. Uh, we're going to be talking about his career growing up playing football. We're going to talk a little bit about Niles, NIL deals. We're going to be talking about how the Division One perspective in the high school football landscape has changed, how many athletes are now going to either D1 or not going D1. And we're also going to talk about our days when I played first on Underham and when he coached. It's definitely going to be a good one. Uh, we do have a little technical issues at the end right there, so I'm going to edit it the best possible way I can. So before that edit fail, fails there will in fact be a little advertisement sponsor but once again i want to thank everyone for the support of the show and let's get on with it welcome everyone here once again episode number six this is wow episode number six already and we're here in a beautiful facility a little different from being either here online or somewhere else right by my home we're in the beautiful niles mckinley red dragons facility i got the man right over here as my special guest coach larry camp coach thank you for coming on no problem, Obi. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. First of all, what have you been, what have you been up to over here? I mean, in this beautiful facility and everything like that. Really good AC, by the way. Well, yeah. <laughs> this is uh, it's changed a lot since I first got here in 1973. Uh, there was no AC. There was a wall unit, maybe. Uh, they've expanded the stadium, uh, added on a weight room, added on a coach's office, and improved the uh, the restroom facility, shower facility. So they've done some work. Uh, it's home now. Sure. It's yeah. July July 6th, and we'll be here until it's over. I mean, until it's over. You told me already, come here, back to where it all started. Yeah. Uh, I started here right out of high school. I was 19 years old with uh, Tony Napolette was my head coach at JFK. He was a head coach here, and I came and coached uh, ninth grade for three years up at Washington Junior which doesn't exist anymore. That's just how, that's just how. It's just, just, <laughs> just school consolidation. Yeah, just how it all, man, yep. just like that. That's crazy. I mean, I didn't even know that was a school, honestly. Yeah, yeah. They had two junior highs at the time. Washington was up on the hill. Edison was downtown. Rivalries. Uh, you played each other the last game of the year for uh, ninth grade football. You know, I never even asked you about this. When did you play football? Like, I played it? in... Uh, well, you're you gonna date had, me. You're gonna date. You me. had the leather helmets. Too. So no, no, no leather. Not leather. Okay. So we're we're a little further. Not as nice as today. <laughs> uh, I played at Warren John F. Kennedy in uh, 1969, 1970. Graduated from JFK in 1971. Uh, I played for Jim McQuaid my junior year, and uh, for Tony Napolette my senior year. Uh, senior year we lost one game. We we're seven one and two and. And at that point, JFK went on a, a pretty good three-year run, lost two games in three years. JFK stole a really good team as well. JFK I mean, still up there, right? JFK. The, the difference between my era, JFK, and today, they're much, much, much smaller. Uh, I, I just looked in the Catholic Exponent; they graduated uh, 34 kids. I graduated with 181, so a lot different than back in the 70s. I think that's just all schools around the area right now because of population yeah. all that population it's just seems like it's weird after 
remember, I don't know if you remember, like, when you were, of course, the coach at Arizona, I was, like, my freshman year, you had big guys, especially my senior year. Then it seemed like every single time the numbers started to get lower and lower and lower just by time to time. Well, I think as you look with the public sector where I'm at right now, the numbers are, are dwindling depending on what, what community you're in. And with the private sector, it just who's going to pay the money? And who's going to get the help to go? To those places, I know Ursuline's uh, population is a lot larger than Cardinal Mooney's now. Mooney's is still larger than JFK's. Uh, I, I did look and I counted for whatever reason. I counted the number of graduates in the five schools that were in the exponent. There isn't one that graduates 100 kids. Really, they're all no. under 100. One school, Ashtabula St. John, was 19 kids. So, you know, and again, that's, you know, who values an education, where, and what what's the cost? Especially with costs now and inflation going up. I mean, you're going to experience a lot of. Oh, absolutely. You know, education and all that stuff. Especially if you live far, say, like, you commute all the way from, like, 30 minutes. There's your, there's your gas prices right there. Right. That's, <laughs> a, that, that's tough. I mean, those go into decisions yeah. in in a school district, even with open enrollment. You know, the, the one thing open enrollment has done, in my opinion, it's taken away, you know, people shuffling just to go to the parochial school. Now they can go to the Christian school. They can go to the uh, the other public school. And that's why you see a, a, a movement within public numbers. So when you were, this is based in the 70s, and when you played, uh, what position did you play? Were you a defensive tackle? Were you No, shoot. I was a lot thinner there, too. <laughs> I was a... Um, I was a strong safety, and I was also a, um, a running back, uh, primarily on a defensive end, started for uh, Coach Knapp uh, at back at, at that time. And like I said, we, you know, we had a good year. We were 7-1-2, best year they had had there and until things uh, started rolling with, with Coach Knapp. Do you think uh... – you think you could have been uh, someone like a key seeker in a forty time with yourself way back then? Well, yeah, I was. I ran a four six. Four six. <laughs> I couldn't run a four six now. I couldn't run right now. Uh, yeah, I was quick. I was. I was only. I was five eight, probably about one thirty five. Obviously, I've gained quite a bit of weight since then. And that, but that that's also. Uh, we just had our fiftieth class reunion, so I've been out of school for high school for fifty years. And you. <laughs> I imagine people saw you and it was like, who's this over here? We, I, and I'll be honest with you, at the reunion, the guys, I knew exactly who they were. Really? The girls, you had to do some, you got to <laughs> do some work to make sure that you had the right person. But everybody had name tags, so that's the easiest way. That's the cheater's way. <laughs> no, but, it, you know, it's nice to see a lot of the, the classmates and, you know, 50 years, long time. We haven't. We, we've lost some, unfortunately, but that's time. That's time. As I say, the angel comes for us sometime. Oh yeah, and no doubt. It's come for a lot of famous guys because my goal for like this whole podcast, I wanted to keep on getting famous guys. I actually wanted Tony Saragusa, who sadly passed away. You know, I made the views. Yeah, which was definitely unfortunate. That's a that's a shame. It's one. It's a shocker too to a lot of people. Well, yeah, you know, you you go. And I'll go back with when I coach you guys. Get busy living. Yeah. Get busy dying. Get busy dying. Go right back to Shawshank Redemption. I don't think I remember that quote. 
Yeah, you don't? I, I don't remember no, that. Well, Mo remembers it. Mo uh, Capabianca, Marjone, Anthony Marjone, they remember because they'll text me that all the time. I'll, I'll get texts from my former players over at Ursuline, and, you know, usually that comes up somewhere. You ever, you know, Mo Cappy right now is trying to be a Dave Pornoy somewhere with his one mic reviews. I don't know if you've seen yeah, them at all. I, I don't know. I, I, he's lost a lot of weight. Mo's lost a lot of weight. I, well, I, I think the best pizza, though, that, I don't know, he said corners for burger this summer. I don't think nothing beats a wet shoe, honestly. Uh, you're an Austintown guy. You're a West Side guy. Well, I'm not fully in yeah, Austintown. I'm yeah. like five minutes from it. Yeah. Uh, Uptown's really good. I like Uptown. Uptown's good. I also like, uh, there. there's a place in Girard called the Royal Gardens. It's an offshoot of the mm-hmm. Bellarias. And their Bellaria pizza is much like the North Side right across from Ursland. Yeah. It, uh, you know, because that's, that's, the the that's the original Bellaria. And I never even knew that that was the original right across from the uh, practice field. The old right. practice field. Yeah. No, it's good pizza. Cornersburg's good pizza. Yeah, they're all good. What do you have to do with one bite review? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. If someone like Portnoy comes to your door and I'll say, hey, what do you want to do? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I don't do. I don't eat uh, certain ones. They're off limits to me because I don't like it. I won't even name them. Pineapple bacon? Oh, no, no. I mean companies. Oh, companies. Now, pineapple bacon. I, I, you don't have pineapple on pizzas. I can't do that. You don't? No. I, don't, I like pineapple. Bacon. No. Yeah, it, it, look, Whitefoot's pineapple bacon is probably the best one they ever You give me a nice Briar Hill. You give me one with sausage and pepperoni. That's fine. You give me one with uh, the meat lovers. That's fine. Uh, a white pizza with hot peppers. Those are good. I don't go. F- you guys are the extravagant <laughs> ones. I'm a traditionalist. I eat a lot. I eat a lot of like meat and stuff like that. Now. Yeah. I mean, I look completely different from one you come. Oh from. yeah, yeah. Taller, heavier, built, thicker, older. Yeah. I got, more. I could bench over two twenty five. Boy, <laughs> couldn't even get a plate when I was <laughs> in that weight room right there. So that was different. Yeah, I couldn't even get a plate when I was at Bartos. So now our, our weight room is right behind, and it's. Uh, I, I've seen it. I remember. I was yeah. double size of what yeah. it used to be. There's a lot more racks in there. There's a lot of like. Machines that you see at like the Y or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so you got the lat pull downs, I know, are there. Right. Is that a leg? I think the leg press is back there. Yeah, there's two leg presses. Two leg presses back, back there. Back there. Uh, right behind us, there's one, two, three, four, five, five benches. I think there's five squat racks. Uh, there's two leg machines. There's two, a um, uh, lot of free weights, a lot of dumbbells. We just got. We just uh, got some new dumbbells back in here, some other plates. Uh, stretch bands, we have stretch bands for gotta everybody. Got to have those. And, and the kids, you know, that's what we warm up with now. You know, you go out, we get a 15-minute warm-up, 10 minutes is uh, are, are the stretch bands. Yeah. How much were you able to lift back in your day? Oh, I could probably bench about 170. 170? Yeah. Well, back then that was, yeah, you know, back, back then yeah. that was like. And also, I also got my nose broke because I wasn't paying attention. Guy's lifting. He's benching. Start, slides off. I went down to pick it up. Arcane cross. Hit me right in the face. Nope. The lesson there, the lesson there is you better pay attention. You remember the time I nearly broke my nose? Oh, yeah. You, you remember that? So we're doing what? The stretch band. We're doing the bands, and we have to reach out, right? I think one of the bands snapped. I just fell yeah. face. Fell for, and that was the new weight room, too. Now they have turf on that. Oh, sorry. They have like it's like a speed room now with like HDTV, but like 
back then we had the whole concrete floor and all that. I mean, right. it landed actually right here, but we'll land yeah. over here. My nose. Yeah, you, I looked out. Yeah. Got to get stronger, Ob. Get stronger. <laughs> you won't go down. <laughs> that, that's the truth of it, right there. But no, I, I definitely do love that weight room. It's it's a lot. I feel like it has more stuff than Ursuline's weight room now too. Even though they yeah. made it bigger and all that, they have the speed room. Yeah, I, I have not been back there for a number of years. Uh, couple, but they have they have a couple rack. They have a good number of racks, right? Um, and they also have new dumbbells, like the rubber ones. You know, what I mean that everyone uses now. So like the whole old steel ones. Uh, we yeah. we've got a combination of both. Yeah. We've got the you know the, the metal and and then the rubberized ones. It's, man, yeah. it's part of our our weight program. We went in the winter. We go uh, Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. Starts at three, ends usually about five. Yeah, I mean, and, and the benefit for us is we walk out of here, out of the locker room. We go right to the tunnel and right to the field. Oh, that's awesome! So you know we don't have to, you know we don't have to walk like you like I've done yeah. in other other stops. It's easier on the back too, especially oh. after your surgery. Yeah. I imagine. You're like, oh, thank God, I can just walk out this tunnel. Yeah, I don't go. We don't got to walk and get equipment from YSU at all. We don't yeah. got to go into the girls' soccer room. No, it's we're good. The, we're we're right know. here. Yeah. It's up and down. Oh, that's always perfect. I remember, well, what was it? It wasn't actually during locker. I remember, though, when I came here and you told me, yeah, no one steps on the end. It's That's under digital. What happens? So if someone accidentally, say, has a little foot thing, like a little part of their foot just on the end on pure accident, they don't look where they're going. Is there like these red camera, like red laser cameras that just no, come out right no, there? Do they have them like right in the head? Right somebody will get on them. Either, either a player, or, you know, if the coaches are in there, you don't you don't step on the end. And that goes back with me, back to the seventies. That that's if it was a dragon at one time, or it's the end right now. You don't step on it. You don't go anywhere near it. And the kids are conditioned, and they know that's that's sacred territory. Walk around. Especially since I've seen some videos, I think what they do some of their lifting in that locker room, right? You can do it then. Yeah, Yeah, they will work around it, but you know, with space being confined, you make sure that you still honor that tradition. Very few times anybody's allowed on there. I see. I mean, that's that's something right there. Now you got to make sure that no Gerard kids decide to try and break in one day and just Uh decide that you You break into here, you're doing some pretty good damage. Because this place is a fortress. There's only two ways in. There's really three ways. The weight room door, it's locked from the inside. Really? The uh, door we came in, which is where the team comes in, it's locked from the inside and the uh, outside. The tunnel's locked from the inside. And then there's a gate that's locked. So you, if you're coming in, you either have keys mm-hmm. or somebody's left something open. And that's no good. And that, that's, that, that's, no good. that's no good. No. I don't know if you remember the one time. I think so. It was actually when we were about to play Liberty in the playoffs of 14. I don't know if you remember because we were all kicking. Me, Hints, a few other. I think Dom Joseph was there too. And all of a sudden, these Liberty kids are like wearing masks to come out and try and like egg all of us. Do you remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. So, so you got to watch out for stuff like that too. You, uh, watch for the you know, again, with this place, the only way you're going to get in is you have to park. And right beyond on your left shoulder, there's cameras everywhere. Wow. You know, that's not like what it used to be when, when I was playing, even in early in my career. There's no cameras. There's cameras here everywhere. 
So I'm, I'm looking right now, I can see right uh, outside us, I can see the tunnel, I can see the parking lot where you and I are parked, I can see the parking lot uh, over by the school. So we have, uh, what there's, uh, one, 16 feeds there. Yeah, six and two are all two are just all static or three. Right. Are all static. They all fade right. in and out. Right. But there's cameras everywhere. You know. Listen, the uh, the old days of you get away with something that you could get away Long with. Gone you got to be very careful. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, you guys, you know, young guys and yeah. and, I, and I tell our players this. One of the nice things we did this this winter was every coach had to present something. I presented mine on recruiting mm -hmm. because I have a lot of experience, whether it was at Ursuline getting college or getting kids in a Ursuline. Phones are dangerous. Yep. And kids like to put stuff on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, and all that. I told them, delete them because some college guy is going to look and see what you're doing. Then they're not going to recruit you. I just think, honestly, a college kid shouldn't recruit if someone does a TikTok dance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's. If it's cringy, especially if it's cringy. Like, yeah. I imagine, shout out to Chessie Curry, by the way, the best TikTok legend of all time. But if you did that back in high school, I imagine you'd probably go oh, find Oh, yeah, there'd be trouble. You'd go find him. and <laughs> I'd find everything. You'd find Mr. Curry, you'd be like, yeah. Mr. Curry. I saw Jesse last year. I saw him. We were at uh, Boardman for a passing scrimmage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because yeah, he was he was coaching there last year. He's not yeah. he's not there now because um the coach who left Borman I think took the Cheney job it was so that's yes, when I, that's right. when I like, got him so he's not at Borman anymore. But yeah, and and I saw Jesse. Always good to see those guys. Everybody. Yeah, and you've seen of course me a couple I've times seen you. here. Seen a few other former. I'll, I'll see uh, Anthony uh, Morjon. I'll run into him. Uh, I've seen Mo a couple times. Depends on where I'm at, you know, who I run into. Uh, it's always great to see the former players. Oh, always yeah. great. You know, it's a, it's a hug, kiss, and I'm fine. Yeah. And I have no problem. Uh, you guys d did a lot for me in my career. and yeah, You did you a know, lot for us, and, too. You know, it's vice versa. You're right. I mean, you're, you're right. You're the reason why I'm probably lifting that one probably was a little wise you football well, <laughs> on staff and stuff like I that. I mean, that's, time, you know, there's a number of guys, former guys, who I know are in coaching. Yeah. At, at, at some level, and it, you got to go into coaching with the right mindset, yeah. Obi. This is not easy. In today's not. day and age, it's it's not easy. Uh, you've got to put the work in. You don't just get the shirt. Yeah, you got to put the work in to get the shirt. And a lot of guys doing it, they don't understand that. So it's it is difficult with all high schools. Oh, it's regardless, of, yeah. no matter the high school, college. NFL, it's it's all different too now too because with kids nowadays you gotta know who wants to actually work and who just wants to show. Well, up. you figure that one out real quick when you're out on the field. Yeah, but you know behind the scenes, uh, I know I can speak for us here. Uh, during the season, we get here, we do our work, and then after there's there's a meeting. Yeah. On Fridays, uh, usually I'm here from two to. 2 to 6.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We come in at 3 o'clock on Friday, depending on if we're home or away. You're here 3 to 11. Saturdays, we're back here at 8 o'clock in the morning. 
and we're usually out by one-ish. And if there's a, a JV game, you know, we're, it may be a little later. Yeah. We're here Sunday mornings at 9 until we're done at, at uh, 1 or so, and then we're back at it, to, you know, just start it again. JV football was something back when I played. <laughs> because uh, I feel like I feel like when I was there, like JV football, no one took it as serious for it. But how I thought about it was that what I would go back, whoever like made the whole JV thing with OSHA, you got so freshman game Wednesday, JV Thursday, varsity Friday. So because already you think about it, the varsity game's always on a Friday, right? And even if like you play special teams, but you're still JV, you have to wake up early next morning, go to the JV game, right? right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're already tired from uh, the night before. That's that's a rite of passage. You know, you gotta you gotta change your mindset. Yeah. Listen, I know I got to get up and go. Although I wasn't real active in that varsity game, I got to get up and go. And I never saw that, you know, when we were together in Youngstown, I never, that never was an issue. Never was an issue with, with people not showing up. Um, you know, and that gave, you know, the benefit to JV ball, freshman ball gives yeah. guys who are young and coaching an opportunity to go out and do it by themselves. Yeah. When, when, you know, when, when I was in Youngstown, I'd stand up on the hill. You would stand up on the hill. You had that little death stare right there, yep. too. Yeah, and I'm watching. I'm watching coaches. I'm watching players. You're, spe- you're especially watching me, in fact, to see if I'm going to make my kick. Well, so I know if not, yeah. someone's going to try and pick yeah. on me on yeah. film, try yeah. to bitch me out. You have, one more, you have one job, Obi. Yeah, I, I got one job, Take the Obi. ball. Yeah, I, can't, I can't say on this. You said that, you said that to me. You said yeah. that to Vince Yorkshire. You yeah. said that. I don't know how many times. Oh, well, yeah. You said that to two of us. Yeah. You got one job. Kick the blanking ball. Right? <laughs> It's a, a P, it's a yeah, it's a PG. Yeah, it's, it's a, a PG. Yeah, I, 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 I made words PG. I'm not trying to have what my brother yeah. had and drop like an F bomb or two. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Especially you know because YouTube, YouTube's big on like the monetization. They they'll allow scammers on uh-huh. their whole thing, but you say one F bomb or something like that, no, they'll demonetize you. Like it's yeah, like the yeah, seven. That's, it's no, that's so yeah. I mean that, that and that's the best part of the the youth, uh, whether it be junior high. Freshman, JVs, or varsity—you know—you get you get experience being on your own. Let people fly, you know. And then if there's something that needs corrected, we correct it. It's it's okay. You know, so everything's a learning process. Mm-hmm. You know, right now there's there's some things like, you know, obviously you you played for me, and there's a lot of intensity coming yeah. out of me. Oh, yeah. You know, right now we're in a process. We got to curb it because of the political correctness yeah. and. Everybody's uh, been out of shape. Uh, you know, we're very sensitive. Yeah. So I try, I try hard, not to be as uh, like you were verbal. Back. Yeah, but I feel like we're missing some of that too a little bit. Oh, I in the, no doubt in my mind in, in the world. You know what I mean? No, no matter no matter who's in office, no matter who's like your mayor or whatever. It's like it seems like in the world we just there's a lot of that going on. It's just you know everybody is uh, a lot of people getting out of high school, they want to go to college. That's yeah. fine. There's a college that nobody, some people don't attend anymore. It's a college of hard knocks. Life's not easy. You're going to get knocked down. If you don't like working uh, seven to three, huh? you have a choice going to three to 11 or 11 to seven. You got to get, you You have to adapt. They're not going to adapt to you. Just like college. Yeah, They're college. Not adapt- they don't care if you're in class in college. Collegiate football, especially. Yeah. It's Basically, I mean, especially from now being like in ISU for two years, when I was here for two years, it's, you know, I mean, they 
how I because I wasn't there when Bo did it, but I know they practice kind of like how we would in the evening. With basically Coach Phillips, it was they wake up at five a.m. They go lift for an hour, then they come into the film room, like this is during the season. Then they go out on the field or wherever, either on the field or in the watts practice, and then they're done for a little bit. But then you have the meetings later on. Oh you have yeah, more meetings. You have lunch, dinner. That's a bigger business than what we're at. You know, ours is still, and hopefully it's fun for them at that yeah. level. I'm sure it is. If they wouldn't do it, you know, you got to make this fun because if you don't. You're going to lose kids. And there's a lot of options out there for kids to do something different. Being pulled to the workforce at a young age or just not doing anything. So what, you know, what we'll do like on Mondays after we get our work done, just to take the edge off, we've played kickball. We've had a quick kickball tournament. From like five to six. I'm, I'm actually using that thing out of the park and kickball, don't you? You <laughs> send that ball out of the park. Uh, not anymore. I, I just watch. Just watch. I'm a, I'm a big, since the surgery, I'm a big watcher. Yeah. Before, but I imagine before you were probably able to get a little kick. Yeah, I could. There. We could kick. Yeah, we could play. You'd want to kick it to contest me or you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, before the surgery. I yeah, the, the surgery. Uh, well, the one thing. You know, for your, your people who listen, uh, it was four years ago, February, I just started falling down. Really? And there was, couldn't understand it. Uh, you know, I don't know, or I'm in a kitchen or I'm uh, somewhere, you know, my legs are giving out. Long story short, had a series of MRIs uh, and they did a... Uh, Medical procedure was about, I think, three and a half, four hours. They filleted my back, and they cut everything that was crushing on my spine. I got into a car accident 30 years previous, and over time, you know, still playing softball, playing basketball, golfing, being trying to be active as much as possible, it just gave out. So I was uh, in a Kent hospital for five days after the surgery. And then I got transferred up to uh, Hillside, and I had to learn how to walk again. And it was shaky. How, so how long did that take? Say? In all honesty, uh, I spent almost a month at Hillside, and the first day I was not able to pick my right foot up and put on a six-inch platform. That's, that's uh, my first season back here. You had to use a cane, I remember, I, didn't you? I started uh, on a walker. A walker. And then game game days, I had a cane, and then I eventually went to the cane. Uh, my second year, you know, my, my lower back would get stiff. I have no pain, but it gets stiff to a point where I'd have to sit down for a couple minutes. <clears throat> we were out for three hours this morning. No stiffness. I feel good. Now we'll see tomorrow. Yeah, we'll see how tomorrow goes. Are you, now, is Coach Kemp still doing the Coach Kemp stand? No. You're not doing Oh, yeah. Everyone knows, oh, yeah. the stand is basically this. Yeah. You're just staring A little right lower. A L- little lower. I'm not, I'm In not fact, I've got, uh, I've got one of our uh, – I've got two little guys that follow me on game day, and the one does it perfectly. Somebody took a pitch, and I'm looking. I go, that's a quick study. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Is he, is he better than you with the Coach Kemp stand? No, he'll get better. <laughs> he's. I think he's going in at like – Fourth grade, really, and they 
he has my papers, whatever I need for him. He goes, great little guy. Yeah, J.D. Holloway. That's, that's my boy. And I've got another one, Anella Rose. He just joined us last year. And his father played for me here, here at Niles. And J.D.'s dad I had in class. So that's how I know. That's how you know it's a new no, generation. Yeah, yeah. Getting up there in age. Yeah, that's that's third generation. Yeah, I never. So I remember a lot of your quotes when I was playing for you and all that. I just one of the funniest. My dad says this is the funniest quote is my freshman year. Durkin does like a flip in the end zone. I don't know if you remember that. I remember. And you go, and you you just you getting all these swear words out. You're like quarterbacks today. Get him out. That, that actually happened here. Really? We were on a seven on seven and one of my one of the kids who was when I came here, he, he was on that team. And Chris went, did that, and there was some language. Get him out. We don't do that. We're not here to show who we are. We know who we are. You know. Uh there's uh who else did something? I said. I will put my foot and I'll insert it. But again, can't say those things right now. But I'm sure Chris remembers. Uh, and there's there's another one. Oh, there's another guy who did that also. Yeah, there, there's some there was some terminology you know attached to the uh, dissertation. Don't do it. For those who don't know, just look at the look at your English language or dictionary online, yeah. or if you have one at home, and you'll exactly know. Figure it out. All, all these words. Read the definition. Exactly. Read, read and figure it out. You know, I, I haven't, I haven't used that. Like, if my brother just decides to like say some bad words here and there, she'll, she's really good, like vocabulary wise. She'll try and mimic it. I'm like, oh god, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I made it out of a three-hour practice without saying anything. A couple times, times I was going to flip, but it's early. It's early. First day. July, we'll wait. We'll see what happens in two days. I just remember. Now, here's my memory. When every single time, here's the thing, I'd be on the hill kicking, and actually I'd be making them. And then you, I think a parent would be there or something. You'd come up, one shangy. I'd hear, OB. I'd turn around. I'm like, I'm just shaking my head. Well, uh, listen, you got to have your eyes everywhere. <laughs> you're you're yeah. like, what did I tell you before? You keep on punching the ball. Drive through, drive through it. it. Drive through the ball. And then, and then one time, I think you just showed me like foot motion. I'm just like, please leave me alone. <laughs> leave well, me. you know, even here right now, we're out on a game field. And, you know, I'm watching. If, you know, when, when we're looking on the offensive end and, uh, Ryan Barrett and I do the offensive backs, and I'll I'll peek and see what the O linemen are doing, or I'll look mm -hmm. and see what the wideouts are doing. You just got to look, you got to observe. Same thing, you know, when, when we were in Youngstown together, mm -hmm. you got to see everything. See everything. You, got, you know, either you got to correct a coach, or you got to correct a player. That even means you. Now, and you probably don't even remember this one. I'd come up. When you're kicking, and I'd look at those parents and ask them if they had jobs. Oh. What are you doing watching us? You don't need to watch us. Yeah. Don't you have a job? Go to your job. We're fine here. Yeah. They would all look at me. But, so. they, but they all had a lot of respect. For oh, no. Respect no, we sure. got along. Yeah. I'm just busting them. Yeah, busting them. Just right busting there. them. Oh, it's, it was fun, though. I mean, that was fun. 
I remember, I don't know if you remember Feral 2014. Yeah. So how that worked, I think you know you know the story. And I know, you know, Saturday game. First of all, we had great breakfast. I forgot what we had, but we had pretty good breakfast. We did. Those those parents, the mothers. I was, I was so sick of pasta. That's the problem. Because it's like every single week you have some pasta. I love pasta, but I just need something. You know what I mean? Like yeah. your sour, your taste get a little sour. Time well, time. the pasta was before the games, uh, but the meals were great. The meals were the great. meals were great, and there was they always had enough, and you can't say enough about the mothers and the few fathers that uh, provided that for you, and the drinks and everything else. You guys don't know how good you had it. We had it. We had don't know how good. good you had it there, we and that, really that's good. great generosity. And, and uh, time from uh, those parents who were, were willing we're, to do that hard. Absolutely. And then, so we get the good breakfast, we go, and we're at Stambaugh. And I remember I'm warming up, actually, because I think JD's still coaching, Mo Green's still coaching, everyone's still basically there from your first staff, right. staff yeah. when I was a head coach. And I basically, so we go to the locker room. And I, actually, John Hintz, who was your starter at the time, broke his nose, I remember, it was in a soccer game, right? So he was out for, I think, a week because he had to get stitches. Right. So we're going in. And I just remember, I think Pat Kelly touched my shoulders, like, get ready. I'm like, get ready for what? <laughs> what do you get ready for? But that's what they told me because I think Dom was supposed to be kicking that day as well. And that's when Green Pools would decide, like, you're going to be on the first PAT team. And they didn't tell Dom. So it's an awkward Because I don't know. Did you tell Green to tell me that? Or? Yeah. So, yeah. Cause well, I, yeah. You knew because of the nose injury. That you're not going to put the kid out there to get hurt. Somebody yeah. hits that nose, yeah. and he's done with soccer. And he, yeah. you know, th- a lot of those those guys who kicked, with, you know, you were always a 100 percent member of the football team. Yeah. Some of the a lot of the guys they were, you know, we borrowed them. Yeah. And you're not going to hurt anybody. That's not, that's not what you should be doing. Why not give you know other guys who work at it a yeah. chance? Yeah. And so you don't tell me. He tells me, but then I have to tell Dom. It was just an awkward situation. Yeah, Dom was fine. Yeah, it was awkward, though, because he didn't talk to me for months. Oh, is that right? It was well, like, we didn't talk for months yeah, and stuff like that. Of course, we count. He li- he lives all the way out, I think, in, was it Georgia now or something like that? I mean, he's moved state to state. I'm, oh, I didn't I'm, still, I'm still here. He's Dom he's, Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing all that stuff now. Um, good. Driven Daily News and all that stuff, apparently, is what I heard. Oh, very Shout good. He interviewed Shaq, apparently. So. Great. Oh, no, that's pretty cool. But I remember that, and then the whole money team Mansell thing happens. And I don't know who caught this. I still don't know to this day. You was it Rudolph? Was it on Rudolph's film or was it on like KBN? How how did you find out? Because you didn't even know during the game. No. No, you didn't even know. So I saw it later on. It was so yeah, and of course my holder, you know my holder was the man himself, Nisa McFly. So Anise would Anise would always try and make you comfortable at the same time, be a little a little cocky. You know, watch you and so and he said swag to him. Yeah, that's, so him and I would go at it time to time, but then he would give me the confidence to like do stuff like that. But then I don't even know. I don't, again, I don't know how you saw it. Where did you see it? Then? I, I don't remember where I saw it. it. Was either on, you know, because with our film at the time, I didn't know if Rudolph kept on rolling. It was, was yeah, they, they they kept it going, but I, I it was a Saturday afternoon game. Yeah. There weren't a lot of games going on at that time yeah. other than the collegiate. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty tight with KBN and FMJ. Awesome. And they saw it. That's when I was going to break your fingers. <laughs> no, and so 
before that though, so we're off the next day because Sunday. So we go back Monday. We're getting ready. You know, you pull me to the side instead of like say the quiet. You just shout it out to everyone. Mm-hmm. I mean, you shout it out. Do you remember remember what he said? Censor it, but I yeah, there's, was... I'm sure there's a vocabulary. I'll break your fingers. <laughs> you do but... that one more time. I'm gonna break your fingers. <laughs> is what it was. Well, like, oh. here's the thing too. What you have to understand. I think my dad was okay with it though. He's like, yeah, you know, you can't break it. Yeah. Break it. <laughs> I don't want any attention on any individual people. That attention should be on us as a group. Yeah. You know, celebrate with your with your teammates. That's great. You know, the individuality stuff, don't need. That's why, the, you know, you, those guys are getting millions of dollars on Mondays and, and Sundays and Thursdays, Saturday, however long they play. You're not making a cent. Yeah. So there's a lot more structure and discipline within uh, – you know, within the high school level, which there should be. I wonder now with the whole NILs and all that, it's just they might be trying to do some of that. I'm glad that happens. that failed. There's no reason for that to yeah. be in high school athletics. No reason. Yeah, and then now in college, I wonder if they're doing because you see all my people are transferring. Because show me the money. Show me the right? exactly. That's show me the money, be. and that's that's going to hurt some schools that don't have a an access to to mm-hmm. that and. Some schools are going to benefit greatly from it. I, I'm not a big fan of the NIL, and I'm not a big fan of the transfer portal. Really? I don't like that at all. You know, because let me rephrase this. If the coach who brought you in, who recruited you, and said he was going to stay for four years, if he leaves, you should be able to leave. That I understand. Mm-hmm. But just because you're not getting the playing time you think you deserve, there's reasons for it. You know, there's reasons for it. That's why the one thing, and hopefully you remember this or any of the, you know, former guys that I, I coached, if that door was always open, yeah. and I'm going to tell you the reason why in so many words, and it's going to be the truth and it's going to be honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. you got to get better. Or you, you know, you have to do this. Or you're not going to make it. You're not, you're not going to play. Here, you're not going to play. <laughs> And, and, you know, some people handle that and take it as a, a challenge, and some people, they, they, they regress. And, again, it's a tough enough game. You gotta be, Everybody's got to be on the same page. Listen, you can't – don't lie to people. Yeah. Be straight up with them. Don't, don't say something you're not going to follow through. Whether you as a player, I'm going to work hard, and I don't, but don't, don't give me the verbiage. Me, here's why you're playing, here's why you're not playing. Here's the reasons why. So, and I've always, I have believed yeah. that now for majority of my career. You can't lie to players. Yeah. They know. Kids will pick up on the phonies. Yeah. And and you've, you've seen enough of them. Mm-hmm. So. I never honestly asked you this. I mean, because you've been coaching for a long time. How many players, Division One school, that went to like big D1 schools or even like the FCS, have you like coached? Do you know? I, I'll be honest with you. We've had more to go to. Um, I'll talk when when I was at Niles back in the seventies. Uh, had a young guy go to Cincinnati. Really? Sammy Giangardella played real well. Uh, had guys going to Cincy. Had guys going to North Carolina. Curtis Ryan went to North Carolina. Uh, you had guys going a lot more then. Uh, my second 
coaching job was at Letonia for four years. And I left Niles and went to Letonia simply because I got a teaching job. Yeah. And that was my job. I, yeah. was, I was a teacher. And it's also just makes it easier because you don't got to drive right back and forth, especially back then, I imagine, because oh, with roads. It was 40, uh, straight down 11, right into yeah. Letonia. So there we had a couple kids go to like a D2 school. Came back here uh, for 10 years in the 80s. And we had a number of guys who went to uh, some smaller D1s and, and some uh, – Youngstown state size, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of twos and some threes. So we've been That's fortunate. Good. You know, Gerard, we sent people, uh, sent me, you know, one kid went to Ball State, Mike Kerrigan. Uh, Jerome Christian came to Youngstown. Uh, Rusty Morgan went to Indiana State, I believe. Really? And then as, as things went on, we, we had a lot of guys. Who were going, Ursland? We had Jeff Marks went to Naval Academy, and now he's uh, at Slippery Rock. At Slippery Rock, he's uh, oh. preseason uh, mm -hmm. All American. Uh, we had guys go up to. I think Alan Jones went to Mercyhurst. Yeah, he was actually at YSU for a bit. I remember too. Uh, uh, so we, you know, we were putting kids in a school left and, and right. And of course, Jesse went to Toledo, and you had a key that went to Cincinnati yeah. before yeah. all had, that happened. Yeah, Dwayne Harper went to uh, mm -hmm. went to Toledo, and then of course uh, Paul played at Walsh. Uh, Pete Worsh played at Walsh. Zach Collin played at Walsh. You know, we were sending kids. Everywhere. Pretty so good, it was a good brand of football. Do you think that's died off a little bit then, in a way? Well, you know, we have a kid who, who played for us in the last four years. We have one at Ohio State. He walked on, and he was here this morning. Looks good. Zach Cicero. We have Zach Leonard, who's at uh, – I remember him. He's at uh, – he's, he's a pretty good baseball player. Too. He's a real good baseball player. Shoot. I'm going to get his uh, – college wrong. I want to say he's at Wesleyan, Ohio Wesleyan. He'll, he'll correct me, I'm sure. Uh, you know, he's there. And we have, we have kids who are going to try. Um, you know, people get caught up with D1. Yeah. People get caught up with um, going to Youngstown State or that. Listen, go play. I don't care if it's D3. There's there's very good D3 football. Go to John Carroll. Very good. Go to Mount Union. Really good. Very good. Very good. Go to uh, Slippery Rock, D2. Pretty good. Very good. Yeah. Go to, to Youngstown State. You know, they play in a great league. A real, a really good They league. play in a great league. Walsh plays in a great league. So, there, there's you want to play football. Yeah, but, especially if you're in, like, a conference like the Missouri Valley. It's a lot tougher. Yeah. You know, if, if you – you know, people think they're D1 prospects and they're misguided. They're misguided with that. I mean, you're, you're playing guys like Carson Wentz. Like, if you went to Wiseu, for example, like, that that's not an easy thing to do. Correct. We were in the playoffs at Girard, OB. Yeah. And we're playing uh, Mentor Lake Catholic. Yeah. The whiteout at Mentor Lake Catholic is Joe Jarevicious. And our DBs were 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, that's the name I've heard in a while. And we cannot cover him. He's too tall. So yeah. we try to... Under over them, we're losing 33 nothing at half. 
because they had they had great talent, and we we were just we were a good football team. They were just better. Talent, the talent back then was. I mean, imagine I imagine when you played Coldwater in that state championship too. They they had. I know the scores don't look at it, but they had really good talent. I mean, when you well, those play. those teams. You play in that MAC conference over on the west side of the state. That's yeah. That's great football. Still, it's not only it's, them. Yeah. It's Coldwater. It's St. Henry. It's uh, Minster. You know, I mean, all of them. They're they're good. I mean, when you're a defensive coordinator, and I remember because Jesse always brings it up, he sacked Mitchell Trubisky. I get when you guys played Menor. I mean, Menor, yeah, yeah. So I mean, outstanding, outstanding talent. And you don't pay attention to them after you're done with them. Unless you're going and following where yeah. these kids are going, I mean, and you were head coach. You play against Jerome Baker, like you coached against Jerome Baker. Well, you, you know, you look so good at the number of NFL stars. When know. we played my last year at Ursula, I remember that. Yeah, it was our first six games were away. Away, yeah. You're playing Maslin. <laughs> you were playing St. V's. You're playing Benedictine. You, had, you were um, playing Hoban. You you had East, who was very East, good at the time. Yeah, 18, 2018. East very, was really good. very good team. You had uh, you had Boardman. You had Mooney. You had, and it's on my computer, but I'm not pulling that computer out. I mean, we had, I, I did an overall of the seven years I was at, uh, at Ursuline as a head coach, we played a couple of teams from and we, team from New York. We played twice. we played teams from New York. We played teams from out of uh, Canada, outside of Philadelphia. There was a Canadian team who came in, um, Rochester, New York. I mean, we played great talent. We did in the seven years. I think there were eight state champs that we played in those seven years that I was a head coach. So it wasn't because we weren't playing yeah. people. You played because you played Hoban was that I think it was after we graduated. That was the year they won state, correct? With Danny Clark, we played them my last three years, last three and, years. Yeah. and they won state two of the three, I believe. Yeah, two of the three, and I, I, you know, we could have won that game, twenty sixteen. We we could have because I just see it. We were only down ten six, and yeah, Lafa was my fault too. I had a terrible game, but besides the point, um, <laughs> like we picked them off like three times. Yeah. We we picked them off literally three times. Like he would sling it. We didn't have like off oh, tall guys. It seemed like as well, but we just had athleticism as well. Well, here, here's here's the difference between a Hoban at that time and Ursuline at that time. The numbers that Hoban had and they could run at you will wear you down. You know, we our squads were decent size, but to play against those teams, yeah, you have to have numbers and. You know, at the time, we had numbers, but the quality of the numbers didn't match the quality of the yeah. numbers at, at those had, schools. They had, I think, who do, they had a good number of people going to do one. I don't know if it was the running back or if it was an offensive lineman, but he was going to, like, Ohio State. We, we, I mean, we had Jeff, but he was hurt that game when he went to Davie. But right. we, did, we didn't really have. Well, they had kids going yeah. to Akron. They had Mac, kids going to Mac. They had kids going to uh, Sirius D1. And we didn't have those at the time. Yeah. I mean, you got to be realistic. Yeah. You know, be realistic. And, and and that's another thing. You're looking in the you know the 15 years I was in Youngstown, we we played great football teams. We beat great football. We beat Maslin my sophomore year. I remember. Right. Was, 
really big upset. I don't know. That was over. Yeah. The, the Maslin game was at home. Yeah, it was. At yeah, home. it was at home. But you, you know, you have you have to have the, the, the numbers that match their numbers to compete, and that's where the differential becomes. I go back actually to you guys here in Niles. Like, I think it was the undefeated '66 season. I mean, I think you guys beat Maslin or something. They yeah, uh, they, they went on a uh, a run here. Forty eight game win streak. Of yeah. well, they didn't lose games for a number of years, years. but. And let's talk scheduling. Yeah. They would pay play one, a Maslin, or they'd play Cam McKinley, who was good at the time. But then they're playing teams that aren't their quality. Yeah. And it was structured, you know, scheduling now, especially for teams who were not in the league. You got to pick somebody up. It's hard. It's very hard because number one, if you have the reputation, I used to get this line from uh, from Mr. Durkin, who was uh, the AD when I was at. The late Sean Durkin. The late Sean Durkin, unfortunately. Great, great guy. Mm -hmm. Love Sean. Sean was very gracious to me. He goes, you got to stop winning or we can schedule bad teams. That's not my goal. Yeah. That, that was schedule not my goal. Schedule the best of the best, and you beat them or come close to being them, you get better from time to time. Oh, yeah. And that was the time you win. You can win four yeah. games. I think my second year, we won. I think we won five. It was... Yeah, your second one, it was like, it was four. Yeah. We lost a game. It was a game-winning kick you lost. I think it was against Manchester. Was it could have been, yeah. It was like, I remember it was a grassy field, and there was actually like a house in the background mm -hmm. that we had right. to make sure that didn't. That was a playoff game. Yeah. But, you know, because of the the people we played at the time, that's how you get into the playoffs. You schedule up. There's, there's schools today. I won't name them. I could give you five right off the yeah. top of my head. Yeah. They won't schedule up because they're in their own little element. Yeah. And then they're scrambling, why can't we make it? Well, you're not yeah. scheduling the right people. Well, now, nowadays with this whole extended playoffs, where it's the 16 teams, I mean, you have an 0-10 team making it. So it's, That's a money grab by the state. I, I think it – I don't want to say it was because of COVID, but I kind of want to say – Oh, I'm sure it was. Yeah. I'm like sure the pandemic had a little bit of – Things going on where they lost money, so they're like, oh, we gotta get this money back. Let's just extend six teams. We'll have a and ten team here, maybe lose eighty nothing, but hey, we now, gotta get the cash. Let me ask you an economics question, OB. You're relatively really smart. I am, but I don't know. About so, if you know that you don't have money coming in, what do you do with your organization? You cut back spending. And if you go look at the OHSAA, it's a pretty nice building, and there's a lot of people working. You gotta lay some people off. Especially when COVID hit, you know, it was. Yeah, I mean, every other organization did it. And, you know, money's not coming out of anywhere. And then, we'll, you know, that, that's the point. You keep those people. So now you're you're charging. I went to watch uh, the other coach, Kemp. He's the head baseball coach over at Urson right now. Mm -hmm. I went to see a tournament game. It cost you $10 to watch yeah. a tournament. It's ridiculous. There's people who don't have 10 bucks right now. Make it five, make it six. That's fine. Especially with the gas prices now, too. Oh, there goes, there goes your last ten. That won't even get you near half a tank if no. your car's <laughs> Depends on what you drive. Well, let's see. Mine's Toyota. You know what? And even when I, it was three ninety nine at Sheets with that whole uh, deal off till 4th of July, it still didn't get me a full tank. I was like, you got to be kidding. Yeah. It took me 35. Yeah. Full tank took me like 45. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah, what it people, is. People go to me like, you're lucky they were going to fill 45. Some of these trucks I've seen, they take 100%. Well, Downsize your vehicle. 
they're not going to get the gas prices aren't coming down but whining about it become friends with elon musk and get a free tesla uh, hey. whatever <laughs> yeah but so i never really got into everything but it's like my senior year we again were seemed like we were doing good two and up and then we fell flat a little bit and i know we finished three and seven we were in a bunch of games but there was at that time we didn't really know but there was so much stuff happening behind the scenes i mean well and I, you knew about that i mean so i mean you i imagine i didn't know what was going on through your perspective but because we were all just not really again good leaders we were on different sides but i never understand what was happening through your perspective well, what, what, what you have to look at at you know at certain points when you're coaching uh, yeah, you start out 2-0. and that, That's good. But you also look on your schedule what's yeah. down the line. And, you know, in regards to the outside stuff, what you what you look at is what can I control? Yeah. And it was... If I can't control it, I'm not worried about it, and that was my mentality. What I'm worried about is I've got to coach our team up yeah. to play whoever it is on that schedule. And I don't worry about Outside all that noise because that noise doesn't affect me one bit really i didn't um, i just don't know how hard it was for you back well i you know you, you know, just you gotta listen i'm coaching young men yeah and i gotta get young men to do what we want to do and i don't i don't get concerned about all that other nonsense whatever's going to happen remember ob there were times i told you guys when things were down there's going to be a time i'm not going to be in this locker room you got to be able to handle it and i've got to move on and that's what's happened I've moved on, yeah. and you know what. What is not taken away from me in that situation is my relationship with you, mm -hmm. or with any of the other players who I've seen, or who I will see. Yeah, they're you know, you're still my players. Yeah, you're my players. Yeah, you know, when when Coach Reardon was the head coach prior to, those are his players, and my players. You know. Coach Catrone's now coaching with us here at uh, at Niles. Uh, Coach PK's here at Niles. Those are still hit their kids too. Yeah, you know, just because we met may not physically be in a building doesn't mean it's a lost of a relationship. You know, it it is a you know great relationship. Now, and I will say this: uh, I was there 15 years. So once again, everyone, this is the part where we do our advertisements. Once again, this is brought to you by Riverside.fm. There were, of course, a little technical issues happening, so we actually had to make a new clip. Uh, the whole recording did stay intact, but this is, in fact, going to be the second clip, and that was because of a hotspot issue with my phone. So we logged on to the Wi-Fi, and it was working. But once again, I want to thank our good old sponsor. If we just fake it till we make it, and Riverside.fm, once again, you can record podcasts there. Uh, from either with someone who you're with in person or from a distance, from far away. So once again, if you want to do a podcast from far away, better than Zoom too, because you have better quality, that would be Riverside.fm. So once again, let's get back on with the show. Still traded to the Panthers? Thoughts? Mm -hmm. It's not like the guy wasn't going to move. He wasn't staying there. You, you knew things were, were not good when there was a mutual agreement not to come to the uh, May OTAs. Just wasn't good. Well, you also have to Sean Watson, all those allegations over here. I don't know uh, how that's going to turn. That's I, – I just don't understand why the NFL drags its feet. Yeah, I don't know There's why. There's decisions – yeah, 
those those hearings should have started last year instead of waiting and waiting and waiting. He was going to be with somebody. So I don't know what they were waiting on. I don't know. They could. Seahawks really wanted him. They, everyone was saying Seahawks. It was leaking Seahawks. And then all of a sudden, oh, Panthers. Like, well, the Panthers, I've heard their name quite a bit. Yeah. Quite a bit. Who's down here? Donaldson? Sam Darnold. Yeah, Darnold. And, I mean, okay. you, you – yeah. At Cam Newton, but it's not the Cam Newton who once was. You yeah, know I mean? that's that's what you've, you know, the team you've heard. Yeah. So good luck to him. Yeah. But anyways, we're going on topic of, I guess, want to say, with Ursland, of course, your last couple of years, I, I don't know, because if we made the playoffs, say, 16, with all the games, how close we are, do you think you would have had, like, maybe another season? I, I, you know, two, I, I think, uh, again, you know, as the head coach, you worry about coaching, getting your kids ready to play. Yeah. And whatever noise is outside is the noise outside. You don't get caught up because then you're you're going to see things around the corner that don't exist. So you go in, you work every day. Uh, you get you get your kids prepared. You get the staff prepared. Uh, I I enjoyed the staff in my last couple of years because those guys really wanted to be there. And that's important. You you really want to be there, and there's no outside interference. Uh, they all worked hard for me. Very appreciative of, of all of them. Um, and, and again, the, the noise. Nice. You don't you don't get caught up in that because it just it, you know, it's not worth it. You know, worry about you know knowing the schedule as it was, especially the last two years knowing the, the mountains that we had to climb. And they were big mountains. Yeah, I mean, they were big mountains. You you can't worry about that stuff. You know, get our kids ready. I thought for the majority of the time, our kids gave great effort. And then, you know, losing is a problem. They get frustrated. You get frustrated. But you, you have to try and instill on them, listen, we got to come out and work. Our kids never, in the last two years, they never stopped working. And it, it was hard on them, you know. It was, was it hard on us? We took care of that in the office. Yeah. It was hard on them. And, and the one thing, you know this as well as anybody, I'm a strict disciplinarian. Mm -hmm. If it didn't go my, you know, if it didn't go the way I thought it should go, you were gone. Yeah. You were gone. Yeah. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. Didn't care. My first year as a head coach, we had an incident at Erie Cathedral Prep. Some guys acting up. The next week, we're going to play Doomville. I suspended three starters. This is the way it's going. This was my freshman year? Yeah, your freshman oh. year. Three guys, you're not allowed to come back for at least a week, and then a week from now, you bring a parent back, and we'll talk whether or not you're coming back. We go to Doomville and beat Doomville. They do no. We played them at home. I thought. No, this was my first. Year. Oh, 2012. Okay. We played yeah. Erie Cathedral up there. Oh yeah. But we had a uh, Stoneville. We uh, I I think we went down. Yeah, we went down to Stoneville and beat them down there. So, you know, we'll go back to you know with, with the money sign or yeah. Chris doing a flip. Nobody's bigger than the program. And with me, that was, you know, while you're getting your, your technologically stuff uh, set up. Nobody's bigger than a program. And, and, and I, I firmly believe that. The second thing we talked off camera about was loyalty. Yeah. And towards the end, I, I started to realize who 
were the disloyal people there. And you bring them in and you you confront them. And then you say, I know where you stand. You know where I stand. Move on. You don't have to be with this program. We don't need you. That's the thing. We don't need you. We're going to line up. If we're lining up with freshmen, remember, my last year at Ursuline, we started seven freshmen. Because it was so young. We were so young. We were so inexperienced. Now, unfortunately, somebody got hurt where Brady Shannon had to come in. Glenn did, yeah. And, I remember you know, he told Glenn me. Glenn got hurt. Yeah, he, he devastating. That, yeah. Devastating. Brady had to come in. He was our best option. Uh, we played uh, Marcus McElroy, who yeah. started. Now Marshall Commit. Kyrie Irving started. Ja'Kyla Irving. Ja'Kyla Irving. Yeah, that's Kyla. Ja'Kyla. You also had uh, Dean Boyd. Played some. I think Patrick McCarthy got thrown in. And there's one other skill kid got thrown in. So you're looking at seven freshmen playing against yeah. Hoban, yeah. Benedictine, St. Louisville, Maslin, Louisville. That's not fair to those kids. They were champs. They took the opportunity and, it, it, you know, they, they ended up having some success. Oh, and, and, um, also, while we were off air, as I was watching uh, my son's team, baseball team, play, I always sat on the opposing side. Any of my players from that era saw me. They came right up to me, and we sat, and we had long conversations, and there was a hug from each and every one. And that, that's one of the pluses in my, in, in my seven years as the head coach here. We had good kids. We had real good kids. If there was a problem in the school building, who took care of it, OB? Me. I took care of it. If the teacher had a problem with a student, I took care of it. We had study tape. Not to, say that, study tape. Yeah, not to say that that stuff's not going on anymore. I don't know what's going on there. It's none of my business. I, I'm concerned with Niles McKinley High School. And that's where my with focus that, is. With that study table and all that. You also have to worry about uh, 2 a.m. in Youngstown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, – well, listen, there's problems over here, too. You know, it's just not the yo. I should have worn that shirt instead of this one coming in with the 2 a.m. shirt. 2 a.m. shirt, yeah. Maybe one, you know, who comes on the show, I'll probably have him. Who's that? Probably Anise. Anise. I texted him, Stevie, once. He's like, sometime, you know. Everyone's busy now, you know. Where's Anise at? He was at Coaches. He went to Ohio State. I think he works for Apple or something like that. Great for Anise. Great competitor. I'm going to ask him, you know, again, if he was taller, would he probably made D1? I would think so. But. Well, you know, it depends on how that, that D1 body's filled out. Yeah. You know, that's one thing with recruiting. I don't care where you're at. If you're good enough, they're going to find you. Yeah. You know, they find them at JFK. They find them, you know, at the smaller schools. They find them here? They, they, they yeah. find them here. I mean, geez, yeah. I mean, you know, everywhere. The, you, your, your name's out there. Yeah. Your name's out there. So, and the key, what was always the key? Your academics. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, first. if you were not eligible, I, I wouldn't play it. That was, that was, it was a no-brainer. You knew. Now, I'm going to ask this, you know, I'm going to turn the tables a little bit on you. I'll ask oh, the question. Oh, All right. Turn the tables off. So, you know. Man, I haven't been asked a question, I think, since like a job interview. It's been did you long. ever not understand where I was coming from? Back then, probably not, honestly, because I was just young. I was 
Well, you could... when, I, when I said something, did you know what I meant? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, because I, I saw and I was immediately, especially when he would come in the film and all that. And I just, again, everyone's trying to talk, but you're, I'm like the quiet one because I know what's coming. You know, I know what's coming. <laughs> if you don't know where I'm coming from, you're not a smart person. You know, and if you didn't understand the guidelines and the rules we wanted to go by. And and, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I see parents who thank me for the type. So my parents did. My parents uh, did, yeah. too. I, I mean, it's the program that I ran at Urson was a good program. It was. It got to a point where we're playing teams we should not have been playing. So there was a scheduling problem, and we weren't getting the kids I thought we should have been getting either. And that and that decision was not yeah. made by me. Especially now, when you see their schedule compared to it, it's, it's lighter it's, compared. It's lighter, yeah. It's a little lighter compared. But to But that's smart scheduling yeah. too. Yeah. You know that's smart scheduling. So, you know, th- things evolve. Things things go like that. I don't have one. I you know when I look back in rearview mirror, I don't have any regrets. My my fifteen years at Ursuline, I I mean great. You know, I had the opportunity to coach great kids. I had an opportunity to meet some alumnus of, of Ursuline that I did not know prior who were very gracious to me, very gracious to our football program. And I know they were gracious to the institution. Now, I also know some left because of what happened with me. And that's part of the game, too. Yep. That is what it is. But... I had 15 great years. It, it's, it made me a better coach. Uh, it, it, you know, you learn things. I'm back here where my career started. All started. And uh, I'm, I'm very happy. And, you know, I right now coach. I taught and coached the head coach. I coached the wide receiver coach. I taught and coached our O-line coach. I coached... Uh, our defensive line coach and coach Catron. I coach coach PK. I coached uh, coach Barrett, who coaches our linebackers. Coach Barrett and I are the co-defensive coordinator. He handles the front end seven. I handle the back end seven. So I have I am coaching coach Brian Ulrich. I taught and coached him. So the majority of this staff, I have either taught or coached or both. There's two guys on staff. They never really knew who, you know, me from a teacher-coach standpoint. Uh, junior high kid, uh, two of our freshmen, one of our freshman guys, coached him. So it, it's a good fit for me. Uh, a lot of familiarity. Yeah, the, the, kids, the kids here in Niles will do whatever you ask. They're, they're no different than the kids at Ursula, no different when I was in uh, Niles previous, no different when I was in Girard. Tonya or Matthews. Listen, kids want to play. Kids want to compete. And kids do want to be disciplined. You've got guys who you're going to have to corral, and we corral them pretty well, just as I did in Youngstown. You got corralled or you weren't around. Do you ever have another, like, after the whole thing with Ursuline happened, um, because, you know, I don't get into what it was behind the scenes, like, you know, I don't know if they called you or you had to go down for a meeting, but afterwards, did anyone else like offer you maybe a head coaching job besides now? Do you have like, you decided to take this one just because it was. No, I I got two offers to be a head coach right away. 
Really? In fact, one the next week. Really? Wow. I got a, I got a head coaching offer the next week. You know, the, the one thing that when you're a coach, if you're single, do whatever you're going to do. <laughs> but when you're married and you're, you know, my wife, and she hates when I talk about it. My wife Mama Kemp. bought into everything that went on at Ursula. And, you know, it was, it. We, we struggled a little bit, you know, but you move on. And uh, I didn't want to put her through that. I, I didn't think it was fair for me to jump right back into a head coaching position and her saying, well, now I got to be this or I got to be yeah. that. It's not fair. So, you know, you got to look and say, you know, she's a part of this as much as I am. And, you know, she teaches here. And, you know, it took her a while to warm up to coming back, but she's back. Uh, you know, well, obviously Paul's back and Anthony uh, who's an Ursuline grad? He's, you know, he comes to games, so you have to think of your family too. Yeah, of where you're going. I, I really appreciate the two offers I had right away. Uh, not to say I don't still want to be a head coach. It just it's depends on. It's in your blood. Yeah. I've seen you. You almost yeah. act like you're more of a head coach than he yeah, is. Sometimes. It just it just depends on where you're at. Is it a good fit? And yeah. that's what you have to look. Even with being an assistant, is it a good fit? Yeah. You know, if it's not going to be a good fit, got the right mindset, the right vibe. Right. Two of the biggest yeah. things, really. And again, coming back here, you know, it's home. I, I taught here for 27 years of 33. So it's not like I'm a stranger. They know who I am. So it's been good for me. Yeah. I'll tell you what, it's been good. You know, I still have actually, it's the little PAT's kicking sticker that you gave me the mm -hmm. one time. That's all actually at Ursula Mini Helmet, so. Yeah. I, that's still there. I don't know. It's still somehow sticking. I don't even know how. Yeah. Uh, things, you know, 10 years old. You know, I think when you move from one position, and you're going to do this throughout your life. Yeah. You move from one position to another. You you know, you take the good and move on. And and like we, we mentioned earlier, I don't get caught up in that noise. I don't, you know, something I used to tell you guys, you know, if you can't control it, don't worry about it. If you can control it, then you have the opportunity. And there were some things over there that weren't on, I couldn't control. So, not my worry. Somebody else's worry. I moved here. And that's, that's probably, it's been working out for you. I know Erson's not their own thing. It's been working out for you guys over here. Really good team. I mean, I'm going to call your guys games too, which is really good. Yeah, that, well, that's good. And you, you know, you're more than welcome to come, uh, to practices just so you can, you know, talk with coach. Yeah. And, and then uh, obviously, you know, PK and you know, coach Dom. I mean, I, I know coach Perry's um, relative, no, Chris. Chris, he was uh, here today. He, he's Chris, a pit now. Uh, he used to, he used to try and get on me a lot of stuff like that. So every time this was again during like all COVID stuff like that, when we had get tested, He'd always go to me and be like, you take your COVID test? I'm like, dude, you don't want to even take that test. You, you, you behind around the corner. Right yeah, so, yeah, that'll be great. And you'll see our kids. Our kids are, are respectful. They're great kids. Uh, and that's that's all you can expect. It's our job to get them to play football, OB. That's, that's our job. job. That's the job. That's really good. It's a job for you to coach them and hopefully win a state championship this year. That's the well, first of all. Yeah. Well, remember, 
That's always been your goal right win there. Win one. Yeah, win one. Win a week. Win, win a, week. a week, you're in good shape. Mm-hmm. I remember you always say, we're a 15-week program. Let's do it. So. Yeah, absolutely. No doubt. That's how it is over here, good sir. I appreciate you coming Any, in. Anytime. Always great to see you, OB. Always good to see you, too. Thank you once again, everyone over here joining the broadcast um, the episode. Probably going to be uploaded sometime tonight, maybe tomorrow. But once again, also want to thank Coach Kemp for coming on. Coach Kemp, any final thoughts? Or? Really appreciate it. There's a reason why we're successful. <laughs> my kids at Ursula, my kids at Niles, my kids at Girard, my kids at Matthews, kids at Latonia have a great relationship, and they're successful because they want to be successful. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you, Coach. Anytime. All right. Have a good one, everyone. So once again, everyone, I want to thank Coach Larry Kemp for coming on this episode. It was a great talk. Uh, if you haven't also noticed, he was, in fact, inducted into the Trumbull County Football Hall of Fame. So thank you to the Trumbull County inductee, a Hall of Famer for coming on, Sports Hall of Fame, that is, for coming on to the show and given his whole story, his whole career from football to coaching to Niles and to back home to Niles, especially after his head coaching gig. It was a really great time uh, talking with him, and I hope you all enjoy. Now the next episode, going to a different territory, not Niles McKinley. We're going to the Roadway and Motel, everyone, uh, with Michael Jones, who lost to fantasy football. We're going to talk about that and a lot more on the next episode of Obi Talkwire, episode 7, the Roadway Motel Experience with fantasy football loser Mike Jones. I hope you guys listen to that one. That'll be... We'll do that Friday, and it'll probably be uploaded by next week. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. I'll see you all next time.